Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, and this is Season 2, Episode 24 of the Hawthorne Towncast. And I want to thank everybody for your support, for listening. Uh, we are on uh, Facebook, of course, the Hawthorne Towncast. Make sure you like us there and subscribe to YouTube. We now have the Towncast YouTube channel. And it's exciting because this episode that you're going to be listening to is actually available on YouTube as a video version. It's our first time because we have the media arts teacher at the Hawthorne High School. So I thought I'd uh, dazzle him with my ignorance. (laughs) Anyway, uh, keep listening, spread the word, and let's keep supporting our town. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the episode. This is Flavio Romeo, and this is a a video version of the Hawthorne Towncast, which we may or may not actually use the video, but we will use the audio. And I'm really excited today because I've got someone that I I just became friends with over the last year of doing this podcast, and I I love what this guy's doing. Uh, He works at the Hawthorne High School. I'm not going to give too much away. I want to introduce John DiLeonardo, who you can call Mr. D if you're under the age of 18, and if you're over... You can call him Johnny D. Hey, John, thanks so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Sounds yeah. good. Thank I you. really appreciate it. And, and I, I, I appreciate it. Now, we've had some conversations, you know, over the last couple of months. Uh, and and I, I thank you for, uh, for including me in, in one, of your, one of your classes. Um, I want to talk a little briefly, briefly about what you're doing at, at Hawthorne High School. But, but I know you're not, a, you're not originally a Hawthorne guy, right? No, not originally. I'm from Clifton. Uh, but been in Hawthorne since 87. So I consider myself a Hawthorne guy now. Yeah, you're a Hawthorne guy. Uh, that's, yeah, that's my, 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 my sons grew up here and uh, we've lived here for a long time and just love the community. So, so you grew up in Clifton uh, and you moved here in 87. What were you doing before you got involved in the high school? What were you doing uh, prior to that? Yeah, I was in the creative industry. I was an art director, creative director. Um, I did uh, a lot of uh, branding. Um, I worked for some big companies, a lot of traveling. And everything that I, I did in my job, I'm pretty much brought into the classroom now. So I'm That's sort awesome. of like, you know, kind of brought it all down to teach them what I learned, you know, full circle in the industry. You know? What ages are you teaching now? I'm sorry? What, what ages are you teaching? At oh, the- ages. I have freshmen through senior. Oh, okay. uh, all different ages. Um, most, of, most of my uh, students are upper level uh, juniors and seniors, upperclassmen. Um, but it's an, it's an elective class. Uh, and I have three levels of that class. So I have an intro, an intermediate, and an advanced class. Now, elective, I remember when I was in high school, elective classes were basically the classes that you took to get the credits. And, you know, you just, you just did what you had to do to get through it. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel the students are in your class? You feel that because there has to be those students that are really into it and those that are just they just yeah. want the credit. Well, you know, Hawthorne High School over the past few years has gotten some phenomenal electives choices for students, really some great things. Um, our program, my program started in 2009. So we've been established for a little bit. And that's how we were able to kind of develop those extra or uh, higher level classes. But um, I'm proud to say I have standing room only waiting for my class because nice. it's the only design, digital design class in the school. So the aspiring architects or engineers or anything in design or the arts really want to be in that class. And they, they should be in that class to kind of learn, get a better you know, understanding and upper hand on, 
what they might be experiencing in a college or even in a, in a job uh, market. So, so what, 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 yeah, what, what kind of digital design? I mean, do they do CAD stuff? Is it, is it tablet yeah. stuff? Well, the intro class, we do um, Adobe products like uh, Photoshop, Illustrator. Oh, nice. um, so they're learning design, they're learning photo manipulation, you know, raster versus pixel and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, we do digital photography, you know, and everybody's got that phone with the, with the camera on it now. So, you know, they're always taking pictures, but we learn how to manipulate them, you know, with Photoshop or kind of make enhancements to the photos. Uh, we also do a whole thing on cinematography and film um, we do have a film um, class that Mr. Van Winkle teaches, so I don't go too far into that, but I talk more about the artistic approach to film and cinema. Um, example. You know, Give me an example. Well, like I'll do a whole thing on Alfred Hitchcock, one of my favorites. You know, ah. so I do like uh, um, three, two or three films um, about Alfred Hitchcock, tell, tell everybody a little bit about his history and, his, you know, his background and, you know, his relationship with... Uh, filmmaking, the Oscars, his phobia, fear of eggs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'll take a couple other different um, directors out there, you know, Zemeckis, whatever, and then talk a little bit about some of their films and we'll watch them and look at them as like an artistic kind of approach. Very cool. Yeah, that's my intro class, you know. I'm so jealous. I, I, <laughs> I had woodworking, you know, I had, I had go in the wood shop. <laughs> and that's where I am. I'm in the wood shop. So I still find sawdust sometimes in the corner. Oh, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> converted. They converted that whole shop. Yeah, it's a fantastic space. Fantastic space. I mean, it feels like a, a New York City loft apartment. You know, big and big windows, and it's a great, great space to create. Uh, we have a beautiful Mac Lab. Um, it's it's just really a great space to you know design and be creative and use your imagination. Well, let me know once things open up fully. I, I would love. I really would love to come and see it. Absolutely. I, I love the pictures you sent me of how you guys set up the whole place for the Oscars. Yes. The red that's carpet. A, that's a big time for me. I mean, I love when Oscar time comes, usually in yeah. March. Um, we set up, we have an Oscars week uh, where we not only set up and, you know, I, I allow paparazzi to take pictures and all that. We do a school-wide voting for the top five uh, categories. For, with, uh, Is that right? The best picture, best, best supporting actor, actor, that's supporting so cool. actress, actress, best animated. Um, and then the winner gets a trophy, or I should say uh, an Oscar. Um, we have one teacher, Miss Clifford, she's been doing pretty good. She's kind of been running for the, I think she's won four years in a row. So she's really, yeah, yeah. Now, um, is this, is this, uh, you said school wide, you send this out school wide? Yeah, I send it out school wide. And then uh, usually in their, their homeroom class, they have a Google form they fill out. That's unanimous voting by the students in that class. And then, uh, you know, when night of the Oscars, I kind of keep the tallies going and then we see who's the winner. And, you know, it's just a fun thing to kind of have a little little knowledge to what the Oscars are about, what the Academy Awards are about, because a lot of students don't don't know what they're about. I know we, we had we've had Oscar parties for as long as I can remember at the house and We'd invite friends over. We, I remember one year the girls put out red construction paper path leading to, you know, the family room where we had the uh, the Oscar ceremony and and everybody had their speeches. Yeah, but nice. everybody was nominated for their own thing. So in the commercials, you know, we would interview them for their, uh, you know, congratulate them for their nominations. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's if you're a movie lover, you know, it's you kind of embrace those those moments and and I love that that you guys do that in, in school. That is so yeah. awesome. 
Yeah. You know, with this year, it was a little tough with, you know, situation that's going on. So we, we didn't really do it this year. I did do um, Oscar movies, but I didn't, um, you know, do a whole setup because I didn't want to promote, you know, I want to keep social distancing going there, but hopefully next year we're going to be able to do a whole big thing again, um, you know, and really kind of, you know, be happy about announcing the Oscars are happening. Now, were you, were you surprised? Do you have any Oscar surprises? Well, you know, I thought this year was a pretty good distribution of awards throughout. Um, you know, I, I, there's quite a few of them that I really liked. Um, and I think they all kind of got what they needed to get to, to, you know, their praise. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm always kind of leaning towards one or two every year. And, um, you know, most of the time, um, most of the time I, I got it somewhat right, but you know, you never know. Sometimes it just kind of, there's a, there's a twist happening, you know, yeah, like and this it's, year I wasn't sure about Nomadland. I, I loved it. I thought it was great, but I didn't know if it was going to be the winner. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to be the winner. I, I, Frances McDormand is always phenomenal. I mean, I love her in everything she's done. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I, you know, I like the movie, but again, like you said, I didn't, I didn't think that was going to be the one. Yeah. 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 I mean, they extended, you know, with the live streaming and, uh, you know, the Netflixes and the Amazon studios, they extended the, the, um, uh, the Oscar uh, nomination process where, you know, the, what the criteria and that kind of opened it up for a lot of different type films. And I think like, even like promising young woman, you know, crazy to even get a nomination, which I, but I thought it was a great film. Yeah. Um, you know, Mank was like the lead contender, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but there were some, some great ones. Sound of Metal was fantastic. I thought that, so was, I, that was, a, that was a sleeper for me. I had no idea. You know, I, I watched it and I was like, yeah. wow, this was, was one of those nice surprises. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, all right. So here you are, you're teaching and how you've been there since 2009, you said, right? Yes. Now COVID hits. How did, how did, how did you have to make those adjustments? And, and I know, cause I know for a lot of the kids and, and, you know, my heart goes out to the kids cause you know, a lot of the kids just couldn't adapt. So, so how was that whole process for you? How did it affect the students and the other teachers? Yeah, it, it was really tough for me and my class um, really reinventing because um, it's all based on technology. My class is based on technology. Yeah. We're really lucky in our school to be a one-on-one -on -one school. The kids all have Chromebooks, which is fantastic. But wow. unfortunately, the software I use is, uh, is Adobe and not available on the Chromebook. So um, we had to kind of make adjustments and you know, I found online software that was very, very similar to like the Photoshop. One's called Photopea. It's free and it's online. Um, Vector, which is replacing Illustrator. So I'm sort of was, I sort of was teaching two different lessons as, at the same time. So I had the remote students learning the online based software and then the, the in-class in students learning the Adobe products, they're very similar and they, their overlap is very similar, but there's some little quirks here and there. So it was quite challenging, you know, to kind of, you know, also crit uh, critique, you know, we do a lot yeah. of critiques in my class and yeah. there's a whole nother way to look at how to do a critique, you know, and how to analyze and discuss and kind of, you know, learn from other people's work. Now, did you guys have uh, meetings internally at the high school saying, Hey, this is what we're going to try to do, or this is what we recommend, or was everybody kind of working on their own plan? Yeah, everybody, um, you know, we partnered up to try to, you know, figure out what the best way to make it happen and, you know, really give the students the best 
um, options within that curriculum of that class that they, they elected to take and really as a teacher, how to deliver that message for the curriculum in the right way without, um, without, without making the student not get full effect of what they really needed to learn for that class. You know, my biggest thing is, you know, I have an intro class and as I went through this year, a lot of these students are going to come into my intermediate class. So I need to make sure that they're going to be getting that next level education right. in that digital technology. And, you know, we had, a, we had to cut a lot of things out of my class because time-wise, we weren't meeting with them as often as we would meet on a regular year. So we had to cut some things out, um, but we'll make up the time. You know, we'll make up the time. My advanced class too, I have an honors class um, which we use a laser cutter. We have a fantastic, um, we call it a fab lab. So we have a laser cutter that actually will cut out of wood or acrylic. Really? Or, yeah, it's a fantastic you know, piece of machinery. Look um, at this. Yeah, and we do- I feel like I was cheated. Well, come on, come <laughs> to my class, it's fine. I'm going to. You know, <laughs> um, it's, it's the same way that, that, that you know, adults can go back to college. I wanna go back to high school. I wanna be in your class. I have to tell you, and I'm proud to say, a lot of times when we have back to school night, I have a lot of parents saying they want to take my class. And I'm like, come on. We actually tried it. You know, Mr. Sperito, we tried to see if we could do like an adult program for, you know, nighttime class. And it just, it didn't work out the way we hoped. Oh, um, what a bummer. So it never really came up, but, you know, maybe at some point it might happen. Hey, you got your first student right here. I'd be there happy. You there you go. There's a lot of great classes that would be great for like an adult or a nighttime class, you know? Yeah. And it's local, you know, you don't have to go anywhere. You can walk to the high school and, you know, yeah. and, and enjoy the camaraderie of, of other parents and talk about, you know, talk about your kids behind their backs. You know, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> like a real parent does, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have to tell you, I have to, I have to shout you out. Uh, Cause I know when, I, when we interviewed Dustin Scully, and we had him on the town cast. He had nothing but raves about you. Um, you know, the, him and his, his partner, they both, they both talked about you. And, and, and oftentimes teachers don't hear that from, from students. Like they don't, they don't realize the impact that you've made on students once they're, once they're gone. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make sure to tell you that. I, I think you've probably heard it. If you heard the, uh, that yes. episode of the Towncast, but he was really he had, he had nothing but, but praise for you. And, yeah. and I say well, that to all, all you parents listening, yes. get your kids in there, get your kids in here. If yes. they're ready to go to high school, uh, you know, it's it's it doesn't matter if they're going to get into the film industry or into the creative industry. Creativity just opens the mind and, and it, it gives you it gives kids the ability of thinking out of the box. That's the way I've always yeah. looked at it. Yeah, right. you know, and first, firstly, Dustin, um, phenomenal talent, phenomenal talent. And, you know, you could see it from a young age, you know. Yeah, I was going to ask, now. could you see it? Could you see it when he oh, was in your class? Fantastic. Always carrying his laptop, always working on editing and filming and camera angles and putting frosting in front of a glass. So, it would, I mean, just ahead of his time, he's an old soul, you know, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, totally. You know, even even what he likes to watch on TV or his, his music and it's fantastic. Jesse as well. Yeah. Um, they're really, you know, I'm not surprised where, where they're at now. And I know they're going to go even far further. I've always told them when it is Oscar night and you are nominated, I would like you to remember me, send the limo for me. So I want to be, I don't have to be in first front row, but I want to be up there close so I can cheer you on because it, it's going to happen. It really will happen. Yeah. You could tell, you could tell the commitment and dedication they both yeah. have. 
yeah. to what they're doing. And, and again, yeah. I think it's, you know, to me, it's, it's, and being a teacher is like another form of parenting. You're parenting, <laughs> but you're, you're giving them an education. And, and it's the parents that influence their children. So I feel like the teachers, when you have a passion for what you do and you have a love for what you do, it's like the art teachers. I remember the art teachers, Colleen Hart. I, you know, I remember how much she loved what she did. Yes, I remember Colleen Hart. Yeah. The neighborhood. yeah. Huh? White, white hair. She had white, white hair. She had yeah, a, I think she, she was born with white hair. She had a banjo and like a, a, a Southern accent, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was a sweet little Southern belle. Yeah. And, but you could tell she, she really loved what she did. And, and I yeah. feel like if, if, you bring, if you're bringing that passion for film and that passion for creativity to the class, it's infectious. And the students, yeah. the students that want to pick up on it yeah. are going to. You know, if, you don't, if you're not interested, you're just going to skate through yeah. and, and you're, not, you're not really taking advantage. And, and it's a I shame. Nothing. Nothing better than a student calling me or emailing me and saying, Mr. D, I'm in a film class or I'm in a design class. And what you taught me, I'm ahead of people or I learned, I already knew it. So now I'm, I'm like doing other things or thank you. That, that's the best thing that a teacher could hear. Really, absolutely the best. And the fact that you're teaching Photoshop in, you know, as, a, as a freshman, you're teaching freshman year at Photoshop. And, and you guys, you have access to, to all of these, these pretty expensive suites. I mean, for someone Absolutely. to do it on their own, you guys are providing it to the students. And I don't think a lot of the parents realize, you know, I know a lot of the parents don't realize, you know, a lot of the stuff that goes on, you know, once, once they're in the school. So that's why I'm glad that you were able to come on because, you know, when I was going to school, we didn't have any tech. There was no tech. I graduated class of 80. There was no technology. And, and, and that was right at the cusp of a lot of high schools were getting computers. So when I started my first year at Fairleigh Dickinson, you know, taking a computer class, I had no idea about any of it. No clue about what was As did many on. others in your class, I'm sure. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I tell my students, they, they kind of look at me like, you know, everybody now you're, you're 10 or maybe you're eight and you have a cell phone. You know, I, I tell them my first job in 1982 five of us shared one word processor. It wasn't even a computer. It was a Wang word processor. So like, you know, forget it. And they're like, look at me like, yeah, yeah. That There was no Apple or we just starting out. Like it was really all new. And then it just, you know, blossomed. And did you have one of those printers that had the pins that you had to line up? Of the course. Paper the pins? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> we still had the typewriter, you know, with white out and put the little... <laughs> You know, it still happened. Remember those? And, 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 and just so everybody, so for if you know, for, for the young people that are watching, because I've had this question a couple of times, when you look at an email and it says CC, that actually means carbon copy. <laughs> back in our day, yeah. you used to put a piece of carbon paper behind what you were typing, and then another piece of paper behind that, so that you would have a copy. Well, we're dating that's ourselves now. Ooh. <laughs> and we had rotary phones too. Remember those things? They wrote, they've been in a, in a circle. Oh yeah. And then, <laughs> and then God forbid you had so many zeros and nines and then, then you flubbed it and you <laughs> slipped out and you had to start all over again. They're collectibles now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Money. <laughs> that's right. So, you know, be thankful that you have someone like Mr. D teaching at the high school, who's teaching them all the technology. And, and, and the fact you, you said it, everybody has phones. So, so teaching them how to do something more than just snap a picture, yeah. be creative, 
add filters, make it black and white, yeah. you know, do something a little different. I mean, I still have fun. Every yeah. once in a while, people post pictures like, like a friend of mine posted a picture of, uh, of the Godfather, right? It was, you know, it was a color photo it was still from the movie. So I took it, manipulated it a little bit, made it look like it was taken 60, 70 years ago. Yeah. sepia with some graininess and love you know, have fun with that. And, and yeah. I love that you're teaching the kids how to do that. And the kids every year are better and better and better because they're more experienced doing photography or using the apps and really kind of playing around. So, you know, they're, they're like sponges, you know, and every yeah. year the sponges absorb more and more, you know, they're, they're just getting so much information that, out of my class and then they're putting it with what they already know and they're just they're just soaring you know it's just it's really they're, they're good they're doing how good. do you stay up on all this technology well you know as an old guy here i have to try yeah, to make sure exactly. i'm still doing it you know but i mean i i'm still I, i'm still a, a digital designer so i still work in the industry oh you, you know, do okay. freelance here and there so i'm still dabbling in there i still always trying to learn um you know i try to keep all my apps going, you know, my Instagram, my Facebook, which is for old people, you know, TikTok and all that. I got to know what's happening. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm with it, you know, a little bit with it. At least I try it, you know. So are you going to, uh, you're going to have like a, a TikTok segment of your class at some point where everybody's got to go out and make a TikTok video. That seems to, that's the hottest thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do in my, my honors class, what we do is every week, one of the students has to do a presentation of some sort and they have criteria, but they have to talk about the, the hottest app of the month or uh, critique a film that just came out or talk about a, a, a gallery opening or a show. So sometimes they'll do something about a TikTok, you know, kind of uh, experience something that's happening or a trend or whatever. And, you know, I get to learn more that way too. You know, I'm like every week I get a new thing going on and I know it's current. So, you know, it helps me a lot, but TikTok's a big one. Yes. That's awesome. And what would you say has been, has been your greatest satisfaction as a teacher? Like, you know, all the years that you've been doing it now, Oh nine, you're, what is that? 12 years, 12, yes. 13 years, almost. 12 years, 12 years. Uh, you know, what's, What's been your greatest satisfaction? Well, I really, I, I started going to school. I mean, I was always the artist of my class in school. You know, I always did the backdrops for the plays and the poster contests and all that. You know, I mean, I was always that, that student artist. So yeah. I always enjoyed it and I wanted to do that forever. But, you know, sort of got talked out of it. You know, you're not going to make money. You're not going to be able to support a family, you know. So I started out going to school for teaching and uh, I took an art class in college as my freshman year. And, you know, the passion was so such was still there that as a sophomore, I switched majors. I went to art. Um, I went to design and um, I came full circle because, you know, after being in the industry 27 ish years, um, now I am teaching, but I'm teaching yeah, right. what I went to school for as well. You know, I did my teaching certifications uh, separately. So it kind of makes sense where I'm, teaching what I learned in the industry and what I had in my, in my group with my team in the industry. And then I also have the art background and the teaching. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was it that made you stop doing what you were doing full-time and get into full-time teaching? Sort of, I guess you'd call it burnout. You know, I was doing a lot of traveling. It was a yeah. lot of high pressure, fantastic job. Loved it. You know, um, I was with one company 20 years, so almost 20 years. Oh, so, wow. you know, really. That's rare nowadays. 
Yeah, very rare, very rare and fantastic company. And then, you know, it just was time, like kind of, you know, when the time is right. And, um, you know, it just made sense to kind of come here, start teaching at the high school. And then, you know, we worked on this program uh, within the year that I was there, my first year, uh, converted the wood shop to this fantastic studio. And, um, you know, it's been really great ever since. You know, and it's good. I'm thinking about it as you're talking, you know, converting, converting a wood shop into a digital studio, you know, comes at a cost, obviously. And, and what I love is we all, we all pay taxes in Hawthorne and, you know, you want to know where your, where your, where your tax dollars are going. It's good to hear that, you know, they're using some of these tax dollars to, to create, you know, studios to, 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 you know, widen the creativity uh, at the school. I mean, I, I think, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, if, if you're teaching someone to be creative, it doesn't matter what you're teaching them to be creative at. They bring that, that desire to create that creativity to any job, no matter what, you know, whether you're, you're a plumber, you're an electrician, or you're in sales or whatever you're doing. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, opening, opening those doors of creativity is, is, is huge. So I love that you're doing that at the right age, you're doing it, you know, 14, 15 years old, right up through, right up through high school. And, and are you, you work, do you work with some of the students? Um, You know, if they, they come to you and say, you know, Mr. D I'm thinking about doing this, or I'm thinking about doing that. Do you, do you talk to them about, you know, opportunities or where they might, they might. Yeah. You mean, for school or for career paths? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, career or, or future yeah. schooling, yeah. Yeah, portfolio, like you help them with their portfolios, you know, a lot oh, of so times. You, you do. Yeah, yeah, they need to have, uh, you know, a digital portfolio or a combination of elements that are going to represent them. And I work with them a lot. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a video that has to be made for them. Um, this, first, this is the first year we worked on uh, podcasting. And I think Yay! I told you that. And it was great. We used Anchor. Um, yeah, I did that with my intermediate, almost like a test because again, I'm dabbling into these new technologies and also trying to expand the curriculum to learn for, for them to learn. And also with, with this remote teaching, you know, that's another, uh, app that is accessible to everybody. So everybody. it worked out fantastic. And you were, you were there to tell us a, a little bit about your, you know, your fantastic experience, by the way, congratulations on your award. Oh, thank you. And you were a part of it, obviously, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And, and talking to the kids, you can tell, you know, like any other class, you can tell those that were interested and those that, you know, just yawn, you yeah. know, and, and that's when you see when, to me, if I, if I, I don't teach, I, I, you know, taught some classes here and there, uh, various places, but when you see that spark in a student's eye, or you see that like, Ooh, I can get into this. Yeah. That has to be rewarding. Yes. Perfect timing is tomorrow. Actually today. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure when this is airing, but today I just set up, uh, for the art show, the annual student art show, uh, the other art teachers in school at the high school. And I put together a collaboration of work, uh, and tomorrow it'll be, um, it'll be all day tomorrow at the high school. Uh, uh, so tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's May 20th. So yeah, 20th. we're going to put this yeah. out. So tomorrow is the actual show. It's the actual show on the morning. Students are able to go with some classes. They have to sign up this year. We're doing it a little different with social distancing, et cetera. But yeah. in the afternoon from 1230 to three, it's open to the public. Um, they have to come in and get temperature scanned, et cetera. Uh, and I think they'll monitor the amount of people that come in at a time. 
Um, but yeah, able to walk through and see the beautiful paintings and drawings and sculpture and ceramics, as well as the digital art that, that my group, my uh, classes have done. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, it's nice. I may, you know what, maybe I'll come down and, uh, maybe I'll come down and do a remote, just do it, you know, bring my, my little uh, GoPro. Yeah. And, and walk around. How do you get it? Do, do you come in from the back? or the Come in from the front of the building. Um, I believe security will let you in. It's from 1230 to three is open to like parents and families. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, be, I'll look for you. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have, I have a podcast at one, but I should be finished by two. So yeah, I'd love to see that. That'd be awesome. Good. Well, I want to write that note down right now. Art show. Take everybody's time here. And what would you say, John, what would you say your, um, so, you know, you've got your, you got your greatest satisfaction. What would you say your biggest disappointment is as a, as a teacher, you know, in terms of, it could be, you know, school, it could be parents, it could be, what, what would you say if you had, if you had a pinpoint one, Yeah, maybe you don't have any. Uh, you know, I'm going to say it's hard to pinpoint something in, in general but i'm going to say for this year my dis disappointment is that i am like the big field trip king at the high school it's like <laughs> known i usually do five six field trips a year and you know over that bridge in that over that water there's so much happening that i love to get these kids exposed to like this wonderful stuff happening in yeah. in that manhattan place you know um yeah. i always do a trip to momi to museum of Mod uh, moving image and astoria queens the coffee nice. studios and we do a tour through that jim henson exhibition and we do a hands-on workshop there's props here from fantastic movies um i miss that this year like i miss, wow. I miss that you know we'll do um Whit the whitney Highline, so many places that are there that are they're they're at our fingertips, and that's a disappointment for this year. You know, with COVID, you know, with this COVID thing, so many things had to be changed, and so many things had to be kind of put put aside. So I'm hoping that next year that that's gonna you know all go away. We'll be able to do all those things, and you know, visit the grounds for sculpture, and you know, do some of these things that are really there to eye open for these students to be able to, you know, explore, see, see things that are created by people um, that might be not much older than them and really kind of, you know, know that they can do it too. See, and, and I hope you guys watching or you guys listening, I hope you realize what a treasure this guy is. I mean, it's not, you know, our girls were, were homeschooled and, and my, my wife always took them on field trips, you know, for that very reason to open their minds and to experience, yeah. you know, art from other, other parts of the, of the world, you know, not only other parts of the country, but other parts of the world and, and to look at things past and to see how, how we've developed over the years. And, and, you know, that, that's gotta be, it's, ah, that's, that's tough. I mean, taking that away from, uh, from you certainly, but also from the kids. Yeah. That, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's it's tough, and I, like I said, I'm only looking to the to the next year where things could be available to us to do. You know, we have to be safe and we have to do the right thing. Um, I think um, I'm hoping that we could start off, you know, in September that way, but you know, it might take a little bit of time. I'm not sure. I mean, we also um, Mrs. Fasaro, the Italian teacher at the school, and myself about 
uh, seven, eight years ago, we started the trip to Italy during spring break. So we've oh, been taking sweet. students to Italy every year. Um, we take probably 15 to 25 students, depending on the year, uh, for a whole tour of Italy. And we change up the wow. criteria. I uh, hadn't happened up to, hadn't happened 22 years prior, uh, at the high school. And then we, you know, we did a whole thing with the board of ed and, you know, told them how this would be a life experience for them to understand not only viewing the treasures of Italy, but, you know, the, how to pack a suitcase, how to <laughs> share a room with somebody, how yeah, to, yeah, yeah know, right. how to share travel. a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's a good insight and we, we couldn't do it last year, obviously, and we couldn't do it this year, but I'm hoping that that picks up again. Wow. That'd be awesome. I remember when I was in, uh, when I was in, when I, in high school, I couldn't afford me going to Italy uh, which I did when I went to art school. I went to art school after Fairleigh Dickinson. I went to art school and uh, we did end up doing an art tour. And, you know, again, when, when you see paintings that you see in books and sculptures you see in books, and then all of a sudden you see them and you see some of them, the size and both large and small. I mean, you know, you, you see the Mona Lisa, the Mona Lisa is one of the most recognizable images on, on canvas. And then you go to see it in real life. It's like, oh, well, that's underwhelming. Yeah, or the Last Supper, that's another one. The Last Supper, you picture the Last Supper to be, you know, eight feet long. And it's, yeah. uh, I, I think it's priceless. It's priceless. And you couldn't pick a better country, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to eat well. They're going to eat real well. Absolutely. They're going to eat well. We <laughs> uh, all, we, you know, in gelato, some of them have gelato three times a day. I'm like, we go and for you know, gelato? Like you, you, you should also, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but you know, Cina Città, which is the uh, Italian studio in Italy. See if you can create, you know, have like one day where they'll take everybody on a tour of uh, Cina Città. Ah, where, what, where is that? You got to tell me where that is. I, I, we passed it. We were driving. It's, I'm pretty sure it's south of Rome, between Rome, somewhere between Rome and Sicily. Okay. But I remember because we drove the whole country. Okay. And I remember passing it. I was like, ah, oh, that's Cina Città. And anytime you watch any Italian film, you'll yeah. always see that in the credits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but that would that would be awesome to combine that's that. That's good. Well, we've done uh, agriturismo. We've done, you know, mozzarella making. We've done pasta making. Nice. Um, we went to Perugia with chocolate. We've, uh, we've done, we, we, we always make it cultural. We want to see the sites, but we also want to make them learn and see how other people live. We always yeah, visit yeah. a school so they get to see how Italian students are that are their same age. And they always end up with, you know, Instagram friends when they leave and, you know, connections and people that still connect to these people in Florence or Roma. Wherever That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We always have a good time with them and tell them, you know, this is happening while you're in Hawthorne. This is happening over in Florence and your friend now, you know, it's the same as you just speaks a different language, but right. And, and the thing is, if you communicate over the years, you never know when yeah. they come to America or you yeah. go over there, at least yeah. you have a friendly face. Yeah. We've had students who had studied abroad few years later when they were in college that had gone on our trip and then that we the timing was right and we met them for dinner and here we are oh, with wow. you know, high school Hawthorne students and then we have a former Hawthorne student with us you know so it's always a, a really a good thing a nice fun thing that's awesome well since we got on the subject of uh of films I'm gonna ask you real quick and then we'll wrap it up and and I I know you know I, I tell people all the times like I'm sure you also get the question you know what's your what are your top five films <clears throat> For me, I don't know how you feel, but for me, it's almost impossible 
it is impossible to give your top five films unless you break it down by genre. Yeah. Because there are, it, you know, there's so many films and there's so many different types of films. I mean, you can't compare Casablanca with The Godfather or Goodfellas with uh, Tommy Boy. You know what I mean? You just can't. It's 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 a different genre. So so if you had to pick, if you had to pick your favorite, um, your favorite black and white comedy, do you ha do you have one? Does anything come to mind? Well, you know, a black and white. Like I'm, I think old old film or older film. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm gonna always say a comedy. I'm always just saying Abbott and Costello is gonna be my lead. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you, a good black and white film actually won Best Picture not too long ago, The Artist. The Artist was phenomenal. Fantastic. I mean, it was made to feel older, black and white. You know, Love a lot of times when I show that to my class sometimes. When I say it's a black and white film, the heads go down. I black know. I know. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. And they all do. They all do love it. So The Artist, to me, was is one there. But I've been Costello, you can't beat. For a comedy, forget it. That's yeah. it's them. Yeah. And that's, you know, when uh, when the girls were growing up, I started them, you know, started them with with the foundation of comedy. So so they learned they knew who Burns and Allen was. They knew the Marx Brothers, Laurel and Hardy, Buster Keaton, Abbott and Costello. And 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 they, they grew up on all that. What I would have to say for me, one of my favorite comedies, which is always a go to, you know, we'll watch it maybe once a year with the kids uh, is Bringing Up Baby with Cary Grant. And uh, and Catherine Hepburn, uh, that was a, that was one of my favorites. So so, what would you say, uh, black and white drama? If you have one, uh, it's so tough. Um, drama, I don't know. I'm probably going to go with you know psychological thriller of of you know um, psychological thriller from you know Alfred Hitchcock. It's going to have to be. I, I want to say Rear Window. You know, it's probably oh, so good. You know. Yeah, I'm going to say Rear Window. And Jimmy Stewart was just, I'm, you know, and you kind of you kind of take it for granted that he was sitting in a wheelchair. It's not easy to act in a wheelchair, mm -hmm. you know. When you when you're when you're especially if you're used to you know physical, yeah, physical acting. I mean, you watch him do It's a Wonderful Life when he's doing the dance, yeah, you know, on the uh, on the pool floor. Yeah, uh, I agree with you, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. By far, I'm 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 kind of a sentimental, and maybe you put it as a love story, but I love Casablanca. Uh, that's that's you know that's been a uh, a favorite for a long time. Uh, and now, mafia movies. Well, you know, Goodfellas. Come on, Goodfellas, and I could recite recite it. My friends and I do it all the time. You know, I mean, there's nothing like Goodfellas up to me, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I, I like Godfather one. I have to say I like Godfather two better. And and if if the Hawthorne Theater wasn't opening up Memorial Day weekend, I would try to book it again for Godfather two. Yeah. Uh, what about sports movies? Do you have any favorite sports movies? Uh, I'll say Remember the Titans. You know, I mean, I think Remember the Titans good. or you know Friday Night Lights. You know, they're they're probably up there. Sorry, my phone is ringing. Yeah, um, I like I like The Natural. Nice, good, no, Redford. Redford, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I liked uh, Sandlot. Excellent. That was such a, a sweet film. Yeah, and, and if we if we go back, I'm a big Pride of the Yankees fan. Okay, another good one. The fact that you could see Babe Ruth on screen yeah. is uh, you know doing something other than hitting home runs. 
Sandlot, when my boys were younger, they that was one that they watched over and over and over again. That one in Home Alone, like it was kind of, <laughs> you know, at that time I could probably recite the the uh, the dialogue from that. Yeah. Show, you know? Well, John, I, listen, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on the Towncast. I, I, I'm glad that you know the parents listening, and and hopefully you get some of the uh, the teenage kids listening that that you know, you've inspired them a little bit to at least come and check out your class. Because again, you know, being able to offer this kind of creativity and, and, and opening these windows that you just, you're not, you're not going to get it on your own, you know, and, and you taking the field trips and going into the city or going into Queens and, and, you know, experiencing all that. A lot of these kids that they're not going to have those opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I, I personally want to thank you for doing what you do. Um, hopefully we can get Mr. Van Winkle on. Be nice Absolutely. to hear. Uh, be be, uh, be nice to hear from him as well. That's uh, the movie guy. He's the movie guy. He's the movie guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to. I want to thank you. Don't go away. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sign off and then. Uh, and then we'll chat a little bit more. You got it. Thank uh, you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and thanks everybody for listening. And if you did get a chance to see us, if we do put this on our YouTube channel, and you did get a chance to see us. Uh, Please like us, subscribe. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, which I don't even know how to use Twitter. Uh, maybe one of your students can help me with the Twitter. <laughs> Probably. We'll, we'll if you have a social ready. media expert in school, <laughs> have a contact me. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for, for all your support. And uh, it's a labor of love. I really enjoy it. So uh, stay tuned, everybody, for the next one.